Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Well, now that you fall by your life, I want to tell your neighbor that the party is not over yet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Amen. I want you to clap your hands and welcome the Milky Way Stars.
Yeah, I used to have many girlfriends, and then I used to sleep around from girl to girl. Oh yes, I did. See, I was trying hard to be the man. So then I used to sleep around just anywhere. But let me tell you something. See, now I'm safe. Now I'm safe. Oh, I'm born again. I'm born again. I live for Him. I am brand new. My life has changed. Yeah, yeah. Come on to me, all who labor and heavy laden. Take my yoke on you and learn of me. You will find rest for your soul. Come on to me, all who labor and heavy labor. Take my yoke on you and learn of me. You will find rest for your soul.
Amen. I think that singing was powerful. Personally, I was blessed. How many of you were blessed? You were blessed. You like the songs? There'll be more from the Milky Way stars. By the grace. Amen. Amen. Fantastic. Well, I'd like to inform you that it is indeed testimony time. Amen. Amen. This testimony is so powerful that even the song is not ready for the testimony. I feel like even singing the song for you. Testimony. 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 You gave me a car and you give it. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't know the lyrics. Amen. But we have a powerful testimony today. So I want you to clap your hands and welcome our sister, Rhoda. Keep on clapping. Keep on clapping. It's weird being here. Okay. <laughs> um, my name is Rhoda. I'm part of Dancing Stars, Dancing Stars Ministries. Big up the fam, you know. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm just going to say my testimony and I'll, I'll be quick, I promise. So <laughs> um, basically, we've been fasting and praying, haven't we? Yeah. Well, we're finished now. If we finish now, it's over. But um, through the fasting and prayer, um, we've been learning to really give up our heart's desires and say what's on our mind to God um, so that he can answer um, without food as well, um, which is <laughs> powerful. And basically my testimony starts from Sunday's preach. I don't know if you were there, but it was amazing. We got two in one, I think, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so the bit I'm going to talk about is when you mix faith in with your prayers, which Bishop preached. Um, and also work, um, walking into blessings and favor effortlessly with ease. That's, that's my testimony. You know, remember the dance move? That one. Yeah. <laughs> that one. <laughs> so I really, um, I really, really love that preach. And I really wanted to add it into my personal life. Um, especially with jobs and internships and opportunities for uni. Because I'm in second year. Um, it's about the time when you know you have to start looking. Yeah. You have to be proactive. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, fortunately, there was, there was nothing happening. I was coming up with nothing and I was getting quite annoyed because the things that I was seeing you you had to have experience to get the job that gives you experience if you know what I mean it's a bit it's it's annoying (laughs) um but then after Sunday's preach I started thinking okay I need to be praying really hard I need to be adding faith and actually believe that these things are going to happen um and so on Wednesday um at university we had a careers event it was like um a panelist of people from different industries, they came, um, they were saying how they got into their things, giving us advice. Um, so um, after it, it came the asking questions so that they could give answers, everyone was asking questions. Um, and there was something in my heart saying that I should ask a question. Um, I'm kind of shy in some, some instances, so I didn't really like putting my hand up, but I was like, nah, let me put my hand up and ask this question. Um, so the person who I, her job, I was actually really interested in. Um, she answered my question. She was um, giving advice, giving encouragement. And then at the end of it, she asked me what my name was. So I just said, uh, hi, my name's Rhoda. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was kind of intrigued because everyone else was asking questions. No one asked 
them their names. So I was thinking, okay, something's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so um, she asked me if we could speak at the end, like after, after the event. Um, and so we went off to the side and we talked. She was saying that there's something about you. I really like your, your energy, um, your passion, and I really want to help you. Um, so I think we should maybe meet up. We should start emailing, talking about opportunities. And I was like, wow, really? <laughs> me? So I knew, like, from that instance, I was thanking God. I remember on the train home, I was just thinking to myself, what, what just happened? Literally. Um, and so we'd been emailing, and by the grace of God, I'm going into her office to meet her colleagues on Thursday. And they're going to try and get me in, try and see what I can do. So that's, that's only the first part of my testimony, by the way. And by the way, this all happened in a week, so... Last week of fasting and praying, that's how you know it's powerful when you add faith, things actually start happening. Um, so on the Thursday, the next day, um, I, I was just studying with my friends, um, and they were talking about results. And I was thinking, what results? I didn't know we had results. We didn't get an email or anything. And they told me to look at my own results because um, I was telling me mine. And by the way, these were essays before Christmas, and there was a lot going on on Christmas. So um, I wasn't feeling very confident about them. So there was this one um, essay that I did, and I looked at my results, and I saw I got an 80. 80, literally. I was so happy. Like, I still have an exam in May, but by the grace of God, I'm going to pass that one too. And so now, the the next um, essay that I did, the essay was the whole part of the grade. If you failed in that essay... That was it. We don't have an exam. We don't have anything to back you up. So I was wondering where this result was. Um, so I emailed the admin guy. Um, and then a few hours later, I got the email. And it, I got 95%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it's amazing. It's really amazing. So that's my testimony. And I just want to encourage you guys that if you have a prayer, if you have something that's deep in your heart, make sure you let it known to God, but also apply faith, like Bishop was saying, mix faith into it, get something sweet out of it, because if not, you're just, there's going to be no effect, yeah, apply faith, and great things will happen, so you have greatness, isn't it, so, thank you. Wow, did you enjoy the testimony? I did, I thought it was rather nice, would you like to hear another testimony? I should, don't sound very enthusiastic. That's okay, I'll keep it for us. That's better. Okay, so, I was born in the church. I was born in the church. You know, that's the line of every secular artist before they, I was born in the church. Hmm. So, whoever you are, I hope you stay in the church. I was born in the church and was taught in Sunday school to read my Bible and pray. I also gave my life to Christ at the age of 12. Wow. Where were you when you were 12? However, I wasn't really taking my quiet time and prayer seriously. Instead of building my faith and being led by the Holy Spirit, I was following friends and being filled with other things. My life continued this way until I gave my life to Christ again on my 18th birthday. During the fasting period, I used this opportunity to pray properly and to read the book, Steps to the Anointing. It was amazing. I had a conviction and wanted the anointing. Without realizing it, 
I was receiving the ability to pray and study the Bible without getting distracted. Bishop Richard said that the last time I failed is the last time I will fail. And I believe that by crossing the barrier of praying and studying the Bible, I am moving to new heights in the name of Jesus. Amen. Clap for the testimony. It's exciting. Me. I'll honor the man of God who 
teaches me the word I'm gonna serve the man you called me to serve Catch the anointing that is upon them Remember the good they have done for me I am gonna follow hard cause I'm a hard follower My soul followeth hard after thee Thy right hand upholdeth me Oh God thou art my God My soul thirsteth after thee in a dry land Thirsty land Where there is no water I'll follow hard after thee I'll follow hard after thee I will be a shepherd To those who need a shepherd I will follow up Those that I must follow up I'm gonna visit those who need a visit. I am gonna seek for those, those who need the Lord. I'm gonna seek the lost and dying sheep. I'm gonna join the army, the army of the Lord. I'm gonna join the army. Of hard followers I am gonna follow hard Cause I'm a hard follower My soul followeth hard after thee Thy right hand upholdeth me Oh God, thou art my God My after thee in a dry land, thirsty land, where there is no water, I'll follow hard after thee, I'll follow hard after thee, hard follower, I'll follow hard after thee, hard follower, I'll follow hard after thee, hard follower, I'll follow hard after thee. Let us stand and pray. Father, we bless your precious name. Thank you for your goodness. You've been good to us. You are good to us. Thank you for this great opportunity we have to be in church today. We pray for the anointing and the grace to 
teach your word and to understand your word, Lord. Heal us from every sickness, every disease, every delusion, every form of confusion, Lord. May we be healed. Thank you for this great blessing that we have to be in church this Sunday afternoon, Lord. We give you the thanks. We give you praise. We thank you for the blessed opportunity to be in your house, Lord. Let your will be done, Father, and let your kingdom come amongst us. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And the saints of God said, Amen. Well, God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. And um, turn your Bibles to the book of Genesis. We want to continue sharing on greatness. Hallelujah. How many of you have accepted this? Your year of greatness. Tell your neighbor it's my year of greatness. You are going to be great. And um, several people did God say to them including you that they shall be great hallelujah and um, I believe that that is our portion you know the testimony the lady was sharing many of you are going to have such testimonies your blessings are going to be effortless effortless look out for the effortless season effortless it shall be effortless i'll read a passage to you do you want us to read a passage shall be effortless don't 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 give up on yourself okay don't give up on yourself don't pack up because great things are coming your way you will taste greatness you will see greatness you will experience greatness Good things have just begun happening in your life. Your season of good things have just begun. Try a verse in Hebrews chapter 4. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. Isn't it? Yeah. I heard somebody saying that the fast is over. But the fast is not over. Remind me at the end of the service to give you the new revelation. Okay? Don't you want to be powerful? Surprise, you are announcing a fasting is over. This is first love. This is first, we have we're a spiritual church. We pray, we fast, we're excited by spiritual things. Are you not excited by spiritual things? Don't you want to go one level higher? Yeah. The scripture says that. The scripture says that let us therefore, are you able to read um, the, are you able to read from that? Because when I was sitting, I couldn't read it when the lights were on. He said, let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Do you understand rest? There's a promise that you must enter into his rest. Where, when, when, when you are resting, are you working? Is rest work? No. Is rest effort? No. Sometimes by the time you wake up, you are tired. That season is over. Amen. The 
what I'm saying to you is that the scripture says that there is a promise. There is a promise of entering into his rest. There's a place where when you get to, it's, it's a place of rest. You are relaxed. You are relaxed in life. Life is easy. Things are working. Things will work for you. It will work out for you. What you thought wouldn't work, it shall work for you. Some of you were jealous as she was mentioning her marks, didn't it? Speak the truth and shame the devil. As she was mentioning 95, 80. How many of you felt a bit of jealousy? Give me. Any hand that is lifted up, receive such marks. And the reason why she says, because I'm sure she studies, it's not like go and sleep. You'll be a fool if you go and sleep. Say, Bishop said that it is a season of uh, effortless. So let her sleep and then things will come. You'll be a fool. You'll be, a, you'll be an idiot. But there are times that by the time you walk out of the exam, or the time you finish, you realize that no. 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 I need, I need God. I need God. There are times that when, when you are going for the interview for that job, by the time you are walking, you, you feel like, no, it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. But you shall be the one to be chosen. That is what, that's why you see that you are walking in the rest of the Lord. In the rest. It's not because of your efforts. It's not because of your hard work. But it is the doing of the Lord. The doing of the Lord. God will help you. Yeah. He said, there is a promise. There is a promise of entering into his rest. Of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. Verse 2 says that. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Today you are mixing it with faith. For, for we which have believed do enter into rest. And he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if you shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. You see, the works about your life has been finished from the foundation of the world. There's, there's really some rest that is waiting for you. In this life, in this life, in this life, not just in heaven, in this life, there's a place of rest, a realm, and a phase of rest that you shall enter into. Things are effortless, effortless, effortless. The, the blessings that you get cannot match the little effort you have put in. From the foundations of the, of the world, from the foundations, it's been prepared for you. It's been, okay. Verse 4. <laughs> it says that for, for he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. Okay? And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest. It's like, it's as though he's worried about the rest. Will you, will you come into it? Will you, there's a place called rest that I want you to come into it. You shall enter. Amen. Verse 6 says that, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in, entered not in because of unbelief, but you shall believe. Amen. 
again, again, he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, today after, after so long a time, as it is said, today, if you will hear my voice, harden not your hearts. Your hearts are not hardened today, isn't it? For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. There remaineth therefore. There's a rest that is waiting for you, Pastor Ben. There's a place that you enter and say, now I'm, I'm in rest. You will discover that today you are not at, in the place of rest. Because there's a place that is waiting for you. It's a higher place. It's a better place. It's a more victorious place. Effortless. 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 You see blessings follow you, following you. Verse 10 says that, For he that has entered into his rest, he also has seized from his own works, as God did from his. You would have seized from your stresses. From your stresses. And the difficulties. You would have seized from it because you have entered into that rest where the sure word of God is what you hold on to. That God will do it. You will not be threatened, anxious, disturbed, not knowing what to do. Sleepless nights. How many of you have had sleepless nights before? From today you shall sleep. Expect sleep. Expect sleep. When it's time for me to sleep, I sleep. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. I don't take anything to sleep. I don't even, when it's time, it's like, it's time that you'll be talking to me like this. You'll be talking to me. Ask any family member in my house. I'll be talking to you like this. If I tell you I am about to sleep, that is it. I will sleep immediately. I will sleep immediately. It's a blessing. People can't sleep. They toss like pancake on pancake day. But you shall sleep. Amen. Yesterday I was talking to someone. I was talking to a friend on the phone. We're talking. I was talking to him. His wife came on the phone. We're talking. We're laughing. Say this, laughing. Then at a point, I think it was even in the middle of a sentence, I just said, I just said to them, Mr. and Mrs., I need to sleep now. That was it. That was it. I said, I have to go now. They said, oh no, five more minutes. I said, no, I have to go now. I have to go. I said, if you spend five minutes, you hear me snoring. <laughs> so let me go now so you don't hear that sound. <laughs> I was gone. You shall enter into that rest. Amen. You shall have a, a, a rested life where God is your comforter. And then verse 11. Let us therefore, let us labor therefore Enter into that rest. The work you have to do now is a work to go and rest. Instead of living forever, working, toiling, sweating. Rather, it says that let us labor therefore. Because of all this that we've been seeing from verse 1. Let us now focus on the fact that there is a rest. So let us labor that we will enter into that rest. Let your work, your aim, your prayer, your vision be that I will enter into this blessing called rest. You shall enter into it. I feel you. I feel you are there. I feel you are there. Let it be your desire that God, there's there's some rest. 
there's some rest. There's some rest for my marriage. Rest for my finances. There's some rest. There's some rest for my academic work. There's some rest. There's some rest I must have. Let us labor therefore. That is work. Labor is work. So your work that you have is that you should enter into that rest. You will see it. You will see it. That you are in a place of rest. Effortlessness. You see it. If you don't believe, just keep coming to church. You hear the testimonies. As long as you hear the testimonies, ask the Father in the name of Jesus that can I also have it. Next time you hear someone's testimony, say, Lord, can I also have such a testimony? Lord, can my grace also change to 1895? 1895? 1895? It shall happen to you. 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 So you see someone dedicating their baby. Say, hey, I'll also dedicate my baby. You shall dedicate your baby. Yeah. You will marry. You will get pregnant. You will dedicate your baby. You will go back. You will get pregnant again. You will come and dedicate your baby. You will go back. You will get pregnant again. You will come and dedicate your baby. You will go back. You will get pregnant for the fourth time. And you come and dedicate your baby. <laughs> it's a rest. It's a rest. It's a rest and it's a blessing. It's a blessing. All anxieties are dismissed. Every good thing you have pictured, it shall happen to you. Every good thing you have desired, it shall happen to you. Every good thing you have prayed for, it shall happen to you. It will, it will not remain a dream. It shall happen practically in your life. Practically in your life. Practically in your life. Let all anxieties be dismissed. It is gone in Jesus name. You shall no longer say if only. Because you will have it. You shall be it. Is it one day? I traveled somewhere. And I met someone who had not seen me for about four or five years. Wow. And, but the person knew me back in the day. Back in the day. So I realized that I was talking to someone when she came. When she came, I realized that, you know, when someone is staring, I tell her someone is staring. But I was talking to somebody, so I wasn't really paying attention because she was really staring at me. So at the point I turned around and I said, hello, you know, this. Hi. Do you know what she said? Do you know what she said? Do you want to hear what she said? Do you really want to hear what she said? Are you sure you want to hear what she said? She first, she asked me, she said, is this you? Mentioning my name. It's like, is this Richard? I said, it's me. Do you want to know the second thing she said? I said, do you want to know the second thing that she said? Why can't I hear your yes? Her next statement was, she said, she pointed at me and she said, this is the word made flesh. I've never heard anything like that before. I've never heard anything like that before since I was born. 
She said, this is the word made flesh. That shall be your testimony. Every good scripture you have seen. Every promise of the word you have seen. You shall become it. You shall become it. You shall become it. You shall become the word made flesh. Anybody says that they doubt some of the promises of God. Tell them they are looking at you. They are looking at the promise. The promise has been fulfilled. You are the promise. You are the blessing. You are that thing. You are it. You are it. You are it. This is the way. That's why we take testimonies. When you see someone standing here sharing a testimony, that person is the word made flesh. The word made flesh. Actually, the strength is I didn't ask her that which of the which part of the word are you looking at that you say is made flesh? Because we haven't spoken for about four to five years, and you just see me say, This is the word made flesh. I don't know what she had seen or what she saw. Or what she was, I was like a revelation. You shall be a revelation. You'll be a revelation. You'll be a revelation. You'll be a revelation. Sit down and let me preach the word today. Yeah. Let us labor therefore. To enter into that rest. So remember at the end of the service, I need to give you a, a prayer topic for our next phase of our fast. Yes. Great things are rolling your way. We are laboring to enter into our rest. We are fasting and praying. You see, already at the end of this one, this um, traditional one that people do, you have entered into a certain rest. Now you are going to even enter into a higher state of rest. Let us labor therefore to enter into our rest. Rest and your name shall be synonymous. You shall be known as rest. It's that this person, everything is easy. They'll, They'll ask you, how come everything is easy for you? How come everything is easy? That's what they'll be asking you. And they'll say, are you? They'll say, you at all. How come everything is easy for you? How come, how come you don't try? Whilst we are trying so hard, we are working so hard, the you things are just working for you. Things are working so hard for you. We were so, we're so stressed over our wedding. How come you? You look so, it's like you are getting married. You look so, it's so easy for you. How come? It shall be easy for you. It shall be easy. It shall be easy. Oh, it should be easy. I hope you believe it. Because me, I believe it. Me, I believe it. I believe it. Effortlessly. Effortless. 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 It shall be there. Keep working with God. Keep believing Him. Keep trusting Him. You see it. Effortless. 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 You see it. Today for... I don't know how many minutes I have left. Let's talk about the greatness of Abraham. We We are learning from people and we are following them. We are following hard. 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 Your effortless days are here. Effortless days are here. Genesis chapter 12. 
Abraham. We're going to learn from Abraham. Okay. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 says that. Do you have your Bibles? You must always bring your Bible to church, okay? If you don't have a Bible, ask your friend how to get a Bible. The Bible that you always have in church and always write notes in church as well, okay? If, if when you do that, your, your, your friend that is sitting next to you won't disturb you. You'll be able to hear everything that is shared and taught. Otherwise, you come to church to chat with your friends and then your friend is always disturbing you, telling you something they've remembered that happened at the supermarket. <laughs> it's interesting how people remember things in church. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the bus with the president. Do you remember all these? As soon as you go to church, you know yesterday. Yesterday. Did I tell you yesterday I met George? You should see him. He was wearing some new joggers pants. It was gray. I think it was five ninety nine. <laughs> so always have a Bible. Your your iPad, your tablet, whatever you have. Get a Bible onto it, okay? Get a Bible, get different translations onto your tablet. And I would encourage you to use your phone because phone, that's when your WhatsApps will be coming. Isn't it? Even though you say you are writing notes and you are reading your Bible from your phone, but the the messages are coming and then you are tempted to reply. I'm in church. I'm in church. I hope, he, I hope it ends soon. He seems to be going on and on and on, but I hope it ends soon. Then you are in church, you started complaining. All sorts of problems. So, I wouldn't advise you use your phone. Invest into a tablet and use it. Use it to serve God. Use it to read your Bible and to read other books. I have lots of Bibles on my iPad. Plenty Bibles. Different translations. Plenty Bibles there. So, remember I told you that have a Bible in Christ. So, chapter 12 and verse 1, it says, and now, therefore, now the Lord said unto Abraham, get thee out of the country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Uh-huh. Are you there? Verse 2. It says, and I will make of thee a great nation. Think of the so when it's a year of greatness, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not that you are proud, you are, we are becoming proud or arrogant. It's something that God's, God said to his people that I'll make you great. You'll be great. God wants individuals, an individual, not a nation, an individual. God wants an individual to be great. So I'll make you, I'll make thee a great nation. Then he said, and I will bless thee. And I will make thy name great. You see, a name can also be great. Some of our names, when you mention, nobody knows your name. But there are some names that are great. Isn't it? When you, you mention, mention names like Churchill, it's not a great name. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln, it's not a great name. Yeah. So, you see, names can be great. The name has become significant and important. It's like this person is an important person. So, one of the blessings is, and I will make thy name great. May your name become great. Amen. And thou shalt be a blessing. That's another, that's another great blessing for you to become a blessing. That means that, that means that you will bless others. 
It's one thing to be blessed. It's one level. You are blessed. Then it's another level to be a blessing. That is someone's life is being affected because of you. Because of what you have. Someone's life is being affected. Someone's life is being changed. That someone can point at you and say, since I met you, since I met you, my life has not been the same again. It's one of the blessings to be a pastor. One of the blessings to be a pastor. You get the opportunity to be a blessing to many people. To many people. Many people will say that since I met you, since you shared this with me, since you said this for me, since you prayed for me, when you preached this message, a lot of people refer to you. You don't even, you don't even know what you have said. Or what you were saying. You thought you were just preaching. But you were being a blessing. A blessing. That you have been blessed enough to become a blessing. To become a blessing. Do you understand? You become a blessing. May you become a blessing. I'm a blessing to many. Many will point at you and refer to you that you really help them. You are such a blessing. That's that's when you are a pastor. A pastor. A lot lot, lot of you refer to me and say I'm a blessing. Have I not been a blessing to you? I think I have. I think I have. Yeah, I'd be surprised if you had said no. Yeah, I think I have. I've been a blessing to you. Yeah. And you receive more blessings. Amen. Expect more blessings. No, expect good things will happen to you. You wait. It's coming. Verse 3 says that, And I'll bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So we are related to Abraham. All families of the earth shall be blessed through Abraham. So, how did Abraham become great? Number one. I'm sure today I have just about two or three points, max, then we are done. Okay. So number one, Abraham's greatness so that you can learn. So we are learning from Abraham. That's what this is about. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not running commentary about Abraham. I'm teaching you what to learn from Abraham so that you can do what Abraham did. Do you understand? So you can do and practice what Abraham practiced. That is, that is the art of following and the art of learning and the art of copying. You, you find out, what did this person do to have this? Then you also do it and you will have the same result. If I take 10 steps and I end up at the pulpit, and you also want to get to the pulpit, well, as soon as you get to this spot, you know that it's 10 steps. So you, you do the same thing that I did to get to the pulpit. So how did Abraham become great? When you know what Abraham did to become great, and you are interested in becoming great, then you start following the steps of Abraham. So the first thing that Abraham did is in verse 1. The Bible says that now the Lord said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house. By now, Abraham will be thinking, and go where? Or for what? And he says that unto a land that I will show thee. The first thing that we discover about Abraham is that Abraham responded to the call of God. To the call of God. When God called him, he responded. When God called him. You know, in Christianity, some of you may be new, but in Christianity, there's something called the call. There's, there's communion. 
where we eat the body of Christ and we drink the blood. There is um, anointing. There is the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, then you speak in tongues, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. There is um, having your quiet time. That is reading your Bible every morning, praying every morning. There's prayer. All these things are part of Christianity. Anointing, um, tithing, offering, fellowship. There's fellowship. That we, fellow, we go to church and we fellowship. But there's also something that is very significant in your Christian life, which is called the call, that you are called. Salvation is actually the first, the first call that you hear is to be saved. Then there are deeper and higher levels of the call where now it's like you have to give yourself more to God. And the clearer, the stronger, depending on the type of calling that you have, you will see that what happened to what happened to Abraham will happen to you. That is, you may have to get out of your country. You may have to get out of your kindred. That is, people who are like you. And then you may have to get out of your father's house. There are people that used to sit on the front row here. They always used to sit on the front row. These are not the first front, front benches. There's some happy bunch. You used to sit here. They are not here again. And they are not here because they have left the church, because they are offended, because they are angry, because they feel they don't fit in, because they feel they are not happy. No, none of those, none of those interesting excuses and stories. They aren't here because of the call. They, they believe and felt that they have a calling. God has called them. God is calling them. And when God is calling you, the best thing for you is to respond to that call. You have to answer the call that God is drawing me. And then you, what kicks in immediately is the principle of separation. Check if your neighbor is asleep. Tell your neighbor that. You're a special child. That's why sleep is trying to prevent you from hearing the message. Have you woken the person up? So you see that the principle of separation comes in. It's like salvation. The day you, you got saved, did you not separate yourself from your old friends? Yeah. So you see, when people can't separate themselves, then it puts a huge question mark on, on, on their Christianity. Because it comes, it comes, it's like, it's like, it's like a simultaneous equation. It happens simultaneously. Whilst you are getting saved, separation is happening. Otherwise, you will never arrive at or discover who you are and what God wants you to be. Salvation and separation. Salvation, separation. Salvation, separation. The call, separation. The call, separation. You can't think, I'm, I'm saved. I am saved. I'm in the church and I still have an old lifestyle. And then you start threatening us that we shouldn't talk about it. When you talk about it, it's like, we are judging you. We are discriminating. We are doing, no, 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 no. If you are saved, when you choose God, when you choose God, you separate from the old life, the old life of sin. There's a life, there's a life that doesn't take you closer to God. It doesn't increase, it doesn't increase intimacy with God. It takes you away from God. Coming to church, coming to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than going to McDonald's will make you a hamburger. It doesn't. It doesn't. I've gone to church. I've gone to church, so I make no, 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 no. Going to church, call, 
There's a call. There's a call. Another word for a call is to be invited. Another word, another word for the call is to be summoned. I've been summoned. God has summoned. It's a very, it's a very important thing in your life when it happens that God is calling you. God is calling you. Not I've, I've not I've got a nice dress, so I'm going to church. Come on. Come on. When God appeared to Abraham, he's about to hear blessings of greatness. But the first thing he says to him is that, get thee out. Get thee out. Get thee out. In other words, you get out. You get out. Get out of those circles. Get out of those circles. Get out of those circles of friends. Get out of that world. Get out of those things. Get out. You get out. You get out. Get out you. Get thee out. Get thee out. Get thee out. Because if you don't if you don't move on, your call is never realized. Some of us, some of us are, are gambling and joking and playing with the call because you are called. You are called to be here, you are called. To be in church, you are called. There's a calling on your life. God has an agenda for you. But you see, the, 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 the pool of the world, the pool, there's, there's a pool in the world. So there, there's there's, there's a, like a gravitational force as you want to go high. Something pulls you back. And then you begin to justify, begin to justify your ways. And say that, you know, I'm called, but I'm called, I'm called for these earthly, earthly, earthly activities. It's like, it's like this, is, this is where I also want to operate. But there's a call. A real call. A call of, for separation. You'll be odd. You'll be odd amongst your family. You'll be odd. You'll be odd. You'll be criticized. You'll be asked, are you mad? I mean, you hear all these things. Don't think that you are the first one. Don't think that you are the first one. Don't think you are. Don't think you are the first. Let me ask, what's wrong with you? They be told you are too intelligent for this thing. You are too intelligent. What are you saying? God should use the mentally retarded. It's like, it's like when it gets to God, when it gets to God, then the downtrodden, the down and out, and the, and the unwell ones, they are the ones to who to go. It's like the intelligent ones shouldn't follow God. We sing the song all the time. We'll sing, we'll sing it soon. At the end of this, we'll sing it. He said that God, he gave his dearest and best. His dearest, his dearest, his dearest. You call your beloved your dearest. God, he called his only son, his dearest. His dear, he said, this is my dearest. And then this is his best. His best is what he gave. He sent his best and his dearest to the world. How can you be too intelligent to serve God? How can you be too good? How can you look at the work of God and, and, and put yourself above and say, no, I'm too good for this? No. No. You can't say that. You can't say that. I'm too, I'm too good. I'm too good for this. It's like when you look at it, it's like your, your assessment of yourself puts you above the kingdom of God. Then you are in darkness. You haven't seen the light yet. 
But if you see the light, you will be like David. You will say that, you will say that, Lord, what you gave to me is what I'm giving back to you. That's someone who has seen the light. That's someone who has understood God and got some revelation of God. The Lord, what you gave me, what you gave me. I'm not giving you anything, but what you gave me is what I'm just giving back to you. I think God is for dropouts. People who don't have anything doing. It's like nothing is working, so let's choose God. It's like when nothing, it's not when nothing is working, then let's choose you. It's like some of these ladies, uh, when someone is interested in them, they don't like. You see, they don't like. Well, as, as they say, they don't like. They also say that don't go and choose somebody else because you are you are like an insurance for them. In case in in their in their mind, there's something better than you. So, in case if they can hold on to you for another another year, if no, if, if that person doesn't come, that image they have doesn't appear. Then you see, he'll, she'll start smiling at you. Watch those type of girls that you want who never say yes and they never say no. It's like, just don't go. Just hang around. Let's be around. Let's be around. Let's be around. Me, if you ask me, just like you won't ask me directly. If you ask me, I'll tell you that, move on. Oh yeah, I'll tell you, move on. Why should you go and live with somebody who doesn't like you? Neither yes or no. It's not as though the person is praying. She's not praying. She has a better image than you on her mind. And she's hoping that he will appear. That's her hope. He will appear. Let him appear and see what happens to you. Anyway. Separation. And the call. You have to answer the call. Answer the call. When God calls you, answer. Answer the call. Follow God. Follow him. Give yourself to him. There is a call. It is, it is, it is as important as the doctrine of marriage. It is as important as the doctrine of speaking in tongues. It is as important as the doctrine of anointing. It's as important as the doctrine of giving, giving and prospering. The doctrine of the call. There is a call. There is a call that God has called. God has called that you are called. As you are a called person. Meaning that you'll be different from your sisters. You'll be different from your brothers. You'll be different from your parents. Because your line is different from theirs. Your call is different. What God has for you is different from the God hardly ever calls people in a group. No, it's rare. It's called, it's called us in a group. No. No, 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 I'm always fishing for them. So it's also, because of that, it's also easy for me to drop others. Not drop that I hate you, I don't want you, but you don't want what I want. You don't like what I like, but I am convinced about what I I like and what I want. I just want, if you like it, we can move on. If you don't like it, hey, we wouldn't kiss and say bye-bye, but we'll say bye-bye. 
because it's a calling. It's a calling. For me, it's a calling. Do you understand calling? It's a calling. I'm being drawn by something. It's a calling. It's not a fanfare. It's a calling. And I like the call. I like what I've been called to do. I like it. I enjoy it. I'm blessed by it. So I'll ask, I ask, I'll ask you in plain English, do you like? 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 Like I asked my, like I asked my friend on 23rd December 1989, will you marry me? Will you like to marry me? I asked her. I asked her. I didn't assume. I asked her 23rd December 1989. I asked her, will you marry me? It's a good question. Yeah. It's not assuming that we are just working with them. No, no. This is my, of all the sisters you see around, around me, this, brother mighty, brother mighty, hey, mighty, this, all this that you see. I'm not drawn or attracted to any of them, but you, you. That's why I'm asking you this question. You are the only one I'm asking this question. It was her calling. (laughs) Hey. And she said she was going to pray about it. I said to her, I have sufficient evidence to prove to you that you like. You've been waiting for this day. Just say, just say yes so that we can go on. Just say yes. To date, she tells me that I didn't, I didn't allow her to pray. I couldn't wait. I said, what prayer? What prayer? You know, you know you like. I said, I've been, what, we've, been, we've, been friends, we've been friends for about how many years? I said, I've watched you. I know you, you like me. Bad. You like me. She likes me. I mean, till today. She likes me. I mean, effortless. Effortless. I don't have to ask for liking. The liking is there. She she has sacks of liking for me. Do you like? I said, just to fulfill all righteousness, I'm asking you. But it's good to ask. I asked asked her. I asked her. Two days to Christmas. I asked her. Me, I like you. You, you like me? (laughs) I said, it's not like all these sisters that praise the Lord, sisters. No. Not this one, praise the Lord. They all praise the Lord. He said, no, no, no. You are different. Yours is different. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What's the Lord saying? Have you had your quiet time? Matola, Bradi, Bacando, sisters. No. Hello, sister. Hagi, Hagi, sister. Hagi, bless you. You are blessed. No, I said, I said, you are different. You are different. You. You. I like you. Do you like me? Because I like you. <laughs> Because the call, the call, the call. Remember the call and separation. When you're not separated, 
So if you're, you're too emotional, that's, that's what is drowning your calling. You're too emotional. You, 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 feel, you feel things too much. I'm missing this one. I'm missing this. I have to get here. It's, cost, it's costing you something very valuable. It's costing you something very important. You've got to walk away. Because you are walking into greatness. I said you are walking into greatness. You are walking into greatness. You can't walk away from that old lifestyle. Receive grace to walk away. As I receive grace to walk away. Don't hold on to all those people. You know, I don't know whether I'll get the chance to tell you again, but you are wasting your life. As you do, you do Sunday. You do Sunday and then you do misbehavior. For the rest of you, Sunday, then you are misbehaving. Sunday, then you feel, because I, I'm, I'm in first laugh. I'm in first laugh. First laugh. First laugh. First laugh. Even Bishop knows me. Gosh. Bishop knows my name. Gosh. Oh, gosh. Bishop. Bishop mentioned my name. Do you remember when he was preaching? He said, he said, Kefira. He said, gosh, he knows my name. You are joking. Knowing you is not salvation. Yes. I'm also battling for my salvation. I'm also believing God that I'll get there and I'll see the crowns. And I'll receive the crowns. I'm also battling to hear those words that day. Well done, good and faithful servant. I'm also, it's also my desire. That's why I'm encouraging you also join that race that when you appear there, you'll be told, well done, good and faithful. You listen up for three words, well done, good, then faithful. As soon as you hear it, just, just lay on the, gold, on the golden floor. It's like, say, Jesus, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I made it. I made it. Well done. Good. Faithful servant. Because it's a calling. Abraham answered the call. He answered the call. When God called him, he left. Number two, then we are closing. Are you there for number two? Mm, There's a calling. There is a calling. The next thing is that God blessed Abraham. To be great, you need a blessing. You need a blessing. From today, you know what? From today, when you finish typing, look at me. From today, change your posture in life. And Posture yourself. Tilt yourself. Be inclined to the source of blessing. Have an aim that in this life, as far as you know and what you know, you only do things that bring blessings. Don't just live. Change your posture. 
change your posture and become like someone become that person who is interested in blessings is it because why because the world we live in is cursed it's a cursed place God said it to Adam from the sweat of your face shall you eat in other words if you don't sweat that is if you don't work hard you don't have look the simplest explanation to anybody who is broke is that you are lazy any time you don't have money, you're a lazy person. Do you understand? Okay. For the sake of argument, when you consistently don't have money, you are, you are the type who always hasn't got. It's a sign of laziness. Because how do people get? How do people get? It's by working. It's by working. How come you, you always don't have? How can you live off handouts? Every time someone has to do this for you, somebody has to pay this for you, somebody has to give you this, somebody has to buy this for you. It's, it's, it's just evidence to, to you, to you, to you that you are, you are just a lazy person. It means, that, it means that you are not doing enough to have. You are not doing enough to have. In this country, I've done two jobs before. I was a pastor. I had two jobs. I had a morning nine to Nine to what? What time do you finish? Nine to five. Nine to five-ish, isn't it? Nine to five-ish. I had a nine to five-ish job. Then I, have, then, I, then I had a 10 p.m. to the following morning job. Same person. And I was a pastor. In between, in between, I'll come to church on Tuesday and I'll preach. I'll preach on Tuesday because service is from six to nine. I'll preach. You don't, I mean, there's no need to announce to anybody. It's life. You have to live. I'll come and preach so that you will see me in church. You will see me in church. You will see me. I'll be there. I'll be there. Six to nine, I'll preach. When I finish, I'm going to work. You think that when I finish, I'm going home to sleep like everybody. When I finish, I'm going to work. And go home in the morning and change and go back to work. And then somebody is just there. <laughs> you see. Tilt yourself to walk in a blessing. To walk in a blessing. To, so that you have a blessed life. That your, your life is a blessed life. Because the, the earth is cursed. It's cursed. There are natural earthly principles that are there. From the start of your face, you eat. You have to do this. They said, the woman, you toil. It will be difficult for you to have a child. That's why they get pregnant nine months. They go through labor. I mean, it is there. It is there. You can't escape it. The way to the way to go around is the wisdom of God. It's wisdom. You need a wisdom. You need the wisdom keys to counteract the curses. So you need to discover how. Therefore, can I be blessed? Don't stop. Don't stop at the curse. Don't say when well, well, Bishop said the earth is cursed. So my life is going to be very difficult. No, 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 no. What I'm saying to that, it is cursed. But there is a way to live a life that you will be blessed in a cursed world. So you have to find how to be blessed. So you change your posture. 
change your posture in life. Your life is too, is too mechanical and natural. What is, what is there is what it is. Change. It's like the testimony I was sharing with you. You see, that day, that day, I received a blessing. A blessing I wish I could share with you, but I, I don't know how to say it. I received a blessing. Something was, in other words, something was canceled for my life. It was canceled from an act and a posture of pursuing blessings and obeying God. It was obeying God. Because I said, oh God, you pardon I mean, What are you doing? How can you wake me up in the middle of the night and give me such instructions? Oh God, can I sleep? God, can I sleep? I want to sleep. My sleep was very, very I was only dreaming that I was eating um, donut kebab when you woke me up. Lord, please, when I go back to the sleep, can I continue from the donut kebab point? <laughs> Obedience. Obedience. Obeying the word. It puts you into a blessing. A curse will be cancelled. You see, everybody has this thing, but for you, it's been cancelled from your life like that. It's been cancelled. Curses are being cancelled in your life. It's been cancelled. And then rather, blessings are being written. It's a now blessings. This one is blessed. You are blessed. It's like, it's like you will never, you see, there are some things you will never experience it. 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 There are some difficulties you will never experience it. But you have to. It's the posture. The posture has to change and become someone eagerly looking out for a blessing. Eagerly. Eagerly looking out for a blessing. One of the common, common blessings is honoring your parents. Never quarrel with a parent. Never fight. With, don't feel too good. Don't feel. Don't extend your teenage years. You see, teenagers is when you feel you feel you feel like you you created the world. Don't extend. Now you are twenty five. You must have some sense by now. If you didn't have it at 17, 18, 16... What have you done for yourself? What have you done for yourself? What have you done for yourself? You don't want to, sometimes you don't want to accept it. Even uni, you can't finish. You are struggling, you are struggling to go through. And you are fighting with your father. And you are fighting with your mother. And you are not getting it. From today, you shall get it and be delivered. What have you done for yourself? What do you have? What do you have to your name? What do you have? You know, sometimes we don't ask the right questions. That's why we have fights and quarrels with people you shouldn't have. Your parents have brought you to this world. You quarrel with them, you fight with them. How? You must be a child to do that. I mean, you are quite childish. You are quite childish. It's childish people who pick up fights with, you know, grown-ups. You are childish. Because the scripture says that when we see the gray-headed and the aged, it says we shall rise up and honor them. That's what the Bible says. A grown-up person, you rise up and you honor the person. You honor, you honor a grown-up. You don't talk back at a grown-up. You don't argue at a grown-up. You don't fight back. You don't rebuke. You don't, you don't walk out and slam the door in the face of a grown-up. 
One guy took off. I hope this is not a wig. He took off. He took the wig of his mother off her head and slapped her with it in the face. Don't ask me where his life is. Don't ask me where his life is. Is it people like this? Is it people? Are you listening to me? Listen. Listen, because I have to finish. People like this, when things are not working out, they don't even know what is not working. They don't know what is fighting them. They don't know what is fighting them. Take your mother's wig off her head. Then her face. How can it be well with you? You talk back. No. No. That's what I'm talking to you about. Posture. Posture yourself in a way so the blessings will flow. Anything that is anti blessing, anti blessing, walk away from it. Say to yourself, no. No, 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 no. One day I was talking to my, my siblings, my brothers and sisters, and they said something. One of them said something about my mother. And I said, you know what? You know what? Is it because of my posture? Uh-huh. I said, you know what? Anything, anything she says, she wants, she instructs, she is right. I said, anything. Anything, anything at all. Anything at all. Except to say, don't go to church again. Any, I said, anything at all. I said, mommy, anything she says, she should have it. She should. She should have her way. She should, she should, she should be made to feel that she is that respected and honored amongst us. She is that person. She's an important person. You treat your mother like your sister. Where's your debate? I shouldn't say it. (laughs) Look, we have to close, okay? But you shall be blessed. You shall be blessed. Learn the things that will stop the curse. Things that will stop the curse. Another thing that will stop the case is giving. You have to learn to give. Be someone who gives. Be a giver. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 1. Discover things that will stop the case. Discover things. When you don't agree, when you don't agree with your parents, be quiet. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. Say, okay. The last thing you ever want to do, if I don't meet you again, is to marry without parental consent. It's the last thing you ever want to do. That one, I can give it to you for free. I won't charge you for this one. If your mother, your father, say, they say no to this, back out. Never. Why? Why am I saying that? Apart from the scripture, what I have seen, 
know four people. Four. I'm not saying this to frighten you, but to so that you remember. Four people who went without parental consent. They're all dead. Four. Or without exception. All. And they died. The sicknesses were mysterious. I mean, you can't, you can't explain. How can a young person catch such a disease? Straight. Awful. I know four in my short life. I don't want to know anymore. Since the fourth place, I said, no, I don't want to know anymore. I said, anyone who sits in front of me saying that, I want to marry this person. And my father said, I said, hey, stop. I don't want to officiate your funeral. Stop. Stop it. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. To whom Abraham also, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, that is, he gave his tithe, tithe is tenth, tenth, tenth part, ten percent. First being by interpretation of king of righteousness, and after that also king of Salem, which is king of peace. Without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the son of God, abideth a priest continually. Can, can, can you get a description? You know, he's saying that Abraham has met a very great person, a very important, someone who can be compared to Jesus Christ. Now consider how great this man was unto whom even the patriarch Abraham gave the tenth of the spoils. And verily, they that are of the sons of Levi who receive the office of the priesthood have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law, that is, of their brethren, though they come out of the loins of Abraham. But he whose descent is not counted from them received tithes of Abraham and blessed him that had the promises. And verse 7 says that, and without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. So the scripture is telling us that when you meet a great person or you find yourself in a place where you have to give, don't withhold giving. Because giving, is a giving, cancels out a case. It cancels out a case. This, this particular passage is, talking, is even talking about tithing. And it's saying, it's, saying it's, like, it's like, you know, the scripture says, when, when you bring your tithe, open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. It's like you'll be blessed. Giving always attracts a blessing. Giving always attracts a blessing. Don't be too clever. Don't be too clever when you're dealing with God. It's like, no, God, no, I don't want to give. No, no don't be too clever. Don't be too smart. Giving always attracts a blessing. If you are postured for a blessing, giving will appear on your list. That I have to give. I have to give. I have to give. I have to help. I have to help. I have to contribute. I like to be part of it. I'll give towards it. I'll help. I'll pay my tithe. 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 Don't deviate from tithing all the days of your life. All the days of your life. Never move away from tithing. 
Never move away from tithing. Because it is, it is one of the covenants of God. The blessings he will pour upon you. He said that, that's, that's the, I don't know, I haven't read any other passage, but that's the passage that says that, and I will pour, I will pour a blessing upon you. Is the, is the, is tithing, a result of tithing. When you tithe, blessings are poured. Blessings are poured. Then he, then he even lists the curses that will be said. I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. The devourer will be, will be rebuked. I mean, he will be rebuked. And the things that destroy the fruits of your, of your ground will also, be, will also be cast out of your life. As you are tithing, Daddy Cliffy, as you are tithing, you are canceling the devourer. You are canceling him. His name is being canceled from your life. May the devourer be rebuked permanently from your life. Permanently. 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 May you have blessings. May you have blessings. But may you learn how to be blessed. May you learn how to be blessed. I think I have to end. Maybe your homework is to discover how you can be blessed. Yeah. I told you earlier, I can't remember, sometime last year, that my quiet time at a point was, I had a title for my quiet time, Who is Blessed? then I'll look for a verse that says, blessed is the person that this. So you can also do that. It's your homework. Go and find out who is blessed. And conduct your life in that way. I've only touched on the main ones. Parents. Given. Using wisdom. Finding the wisdom keys to overcome the difficulties of this world. I mean, even though she's shouting 80, 80, 95, I'm sure she studied. I'm sure she spent hours. I'm sure she spent hours in the library or wherever. She studied. She wasn't as even when she went to 1895. No. The wisdom, the wisdom, the wisdom to overcome the curse of sweating. You have you plant, you don't get even what you have planted, you don't get it. Sometimes what the effort you have put in, you don't you don't even get it. You need the wisdom, the wisdom of looking for God and praying to God and asking God to help you. That God help me. God help me. God shall step into your life. God help me. It's like, God, I have studied, I've done everything. But the scripture says that horses and chariots are prepared for the battle. But victory, victory, cometh from the Lord. It is God who gives victory. No horses. No chariots. No swords. No spears. There's something called victory. Victory in this life. There's a God victory that I have. I am victorious. It comes from God. It comes from God. Tighten, strengthen your relationship with God. You will experience victory. 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 It's God that will give you victory. You will prepare and do all kinds of things. Hey. There's a scripture. It says that you are sown seeds, but you are getting thorns and thistles. No, but is, is, is that not this life? You put in so much, but what you want, you don't get it. How many of you have experienced it before? You put in so much. So much. 
So much for that boy. He didn't marry you. So much. It's just out of human dignity. You can't even list the things you've done for him. You've done things that even wives don't do. You just don't know. You should have asked. You'll be told that this thing that you say you're going to do. Even wives don't do it. Where is he? Where is he? You're on his wall of trophies. Trophies. He's put you there as one of his trophies. Just that when you hear people like us talking, you don't seem to want to believe it. But you're there. You're on his trophies. If the way he sees you say nice words to you, soft words, kind words. But you're just you are just on his shelf. It's one of his trophies. Your name has been engraved. Like Fedra's name was engraved on the Australian Open Cup. Engraved. 18th Grand Slam. When he finished with it, he writes it somewhere. 19th Grand Slam. As you are feeling loved and wanted. Offering services. Wives don't even offer it. Are you there? Yes. Are you with me? Yes. From today, all those things have stopped. Amen. All those services are over. Amen. Not offer those services again. Amen. Hey. Are you a prostitute? You are not. You are not at all. You don't even look like one. You are a child of God. A blessed child of God. A beautiful, blessed child of God. That's who you are. That's who you are. A blessed child. Receive a blessing. May the Lord cover you with blessings. Cover you with wisdom. Cover you with victory. May he give you victories. 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 Learn how to be blessed. And stay on that road. Stay on that road. Stay on it. Stay on it. But I've got to be, I've got to be blessed. I've got to stay in my calling. I have to stay with my calling. This is my calling. I have to stay with it. I'm called. I'm called. I'm called to be here. I'm called to be with this person. I'm called to be with I'm, I believe I'm called to be with Bishop Dag. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I believe I'm called to be. Because since I met my life has not been the same. It's gotten better and better. It's been over 25 years now. I've been blessed. I've been blessed. Sometimes, you know, there's only one unbeliever guy in the Bible who I think understood that principle. The principle of association. His name was Laban. He said, I have learned from experience that my life is blessed because of you. He was saying that to Jacob. A lot of people don't think that through association things get better. They don't think so. They don't think so. It's that they are not spiritual enough to even see. They can't tell. I can't tell. My life is going to be the same again. It's been different. It took a turn. 
If I was going this way, it took a, a turn. After that turn, you are here. Have you been blessed today? Yeah. yeah I'm showing you how we came to meet. <laughs> yeah. Stand to your feet and let's go home. I mean, we have to pray first before we go home. So don't walk out. I thought I had claps. Were you clapping? <laughs> Your clapping is suffering from anemia. All right. Thank God briefly that you will be blessed, that his blessings shall be your portion. His blessings shall be upon you. Just thank him. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. If you close your eyes, you'll be able to pray better. The reason why you can't pray is that your eyes are open, so you see things you shouldn't be seeing. Close your eyes, you'll be able to pray. You'll be able to talk to God. Pray the Lord, help me that I will be blessed. That I'll be blessed. That it shall be well with me. Pray. Pray. Everybody praying. The Lord, help me. I want to be blessed. I want to have a blessed life. I want to have a blessed life. I want to have a blessed life. I want my life to be blessed. The blessings that you gave to Abraham, Lord, I want those blessings. I want those blessings. I want to have those blessings. As you bless Abraham, Lord, that you will bless me. That you will bless me. That you will help me, Lord. As you helped and blessed Abraham, let that be my portion. Let that be my portion, that I will be blessed. That I will be blessed. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, that you bless us. That you bless us. That you bless us and you prosper us. Yes, Father. Yes, Father. Yes. 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 Malabmashu, Tatalabra. That you will bless us. Speak to him. Speak to God. The Lord, that you will bless us. That you will bless. Pray for yourself that God bless me that I may be blessed. Bless me that I may be blessed. That my life will be blessed. That I will not live and walk in curses. Familiar curses. But I will walk in a blessing. The blessing that comes from you, Lord. The blessing that you give, Lord. The blessing that you provide, Lord. Ah, la brodishte ende, la readishta. La clado stende labra diba kapa labra diba kapasita. Mazimadoste. Makaba tonda labra diba kapasende labra kipa stafa. Makaba loba steta. Steta meka barida. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we pray and we ask you for a blessing for a blessing let there be a blessing in our lives let a blessing come upon us Lord let your children be blessed Lord let them live blessed lives and not cursed lives Lord let them live a life of ease and not a life of difficulty Lord let them have that covering that covering of a blessing the covering of your name that this child is blessed that it is well with this child it is well with this child it is well with this child. Let that be their portion that it shall be well with them, O oh God. Blessed that your people shall be blessed. Let them have a blessed week, a blessed month, blessed year. Let them enter into greatness. Let them enter into significance. Let them enter into importance. 
Let them enter into a blessing, oh God. That their lives will be made rich. For your blessing, Lord, according to your word, maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. For every opportunity in the lives of these ones, oh God, add your blessing. Add your blessing and take away sorrow. Take away pain. Take away confusion. Take away depression. Take away difficulty. Take away struggle, Lord. For your blessings maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. Every door you have opened unto them, may they walk in it victoriously. May they walk through it victoriously. May they enter into green pastures. May they enter into good places. May they enter into pleasant places, Lord. Let it be well with them. Let it be well with them. In the name of Jesus. Now while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want to pray specially for you. I want to say a prayer for you. If you are here, somebody invited you to church. Today is your first time. Or you've been going to church or coming to church. But deep in your heart, you feel far from God. You feel like you don't have a real relationship with Him. You want to have a relationship with Him. You want to be saved. You don't want to go to hell. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I also want to pray with you. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, if you are here like that, you say, Pastor, pray with me. I really want to have a relationship with God. Pastor, please pray with me. Today is my day. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want that relationship with God. If you are here like that, I want you to lift up your right hand, wherever you are, and I'll pray with you very quickly. Your right hand, just your right hand, and I'll pray with you. God bless you. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need God in my life. I need God in my life. I've been going to church, but I feel far from him. I don't feel like I'm close to God. Today, I want to give my life to Jesus. Just your right hand. Very quickly, and I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I want him. I want him. Don't think about anybody. It's about your life and about salvation for you today. Say, Pastor, pray with me. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. I can't see if you are lifting it up. You have to lift up high so I can see you. So I'll pray with you. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. And pray with you. Is anybody there? You want to give your life to you? God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, I want to do the next. Just come to me. Just come out of your seat. You have your hand lifted up. Walk out of your seat and come to me right now. Very quickly. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand, but you want me to pray for you. You want me to pray for you. Still come. Still come. Still come. You want me to pray for you. Come. You feel you want me to pray for you to have a good relationship with God. Come. Come today. Come. Come. Friends, you can ask your friends if they want you to walk with them. So you can come. You know your friend is not sure. They are not safe. Always help your friends. Always help them. Always help them. It's not easy to walk. So sometimes when you are with your friend, you have to ask your friend, I can walk with you. I can go. You have to I've walked with you to clubs and to visit boys and to do all kinds of crazy things. I can go with you to the altar. Come sing just as I am. I'm waiting for you. You want to join us in the front? Come. Come. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Today is your day. It's your turn. 
It's your turn. Come. Me come to thee. Thank you. I'm about to pray. I want you to just ask your friend for the last time that look, I can be with you. I can walk with you anywhere. There is no shame in going to the cross. Ask them for the last time. Tell that you and what we need. Tell it looks as though we must give our lives to Jesus today. We must accept him today. Ask him. Are you asking? Ask them. Ask the person to your left or to your right. Ask. Don't be shy. Ask the person. Tell look. Today, let's do it. Let's make it. It's important. Let's make it to the cross. The person want to come. That's what we're going to sing one more time, and that's your chance to come. Oh, oh, oh just as yes. I am. I'm waiting if you want to come. I'm waiting for you. It is that important. Your soul is important. Your soul is important. Eternity is what I'm bargaining for. You. close your eyes everybody let's say this prayer together those of you in front say this prayer with me close your eyes bow your head to this say heavenly father thank you for today thank you for jesus christ who died on the cross and rose up on the third day say lord jesus please come into my heart be the lord of my life say it say lord jesus Please come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. Say, from today, I'll live for you and I will obey you. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. Father, comfort them, strengthen them. May they live for you, Lord. May your perfect will be done in their lives, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Thank you for sins that have been forgiven and washed away by the blood. Let them be established in you, Lord. Let every trait of the enemy be cancelled from their lives, Lord. Thank you for a new life and a new day. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Receive our gift. God bless you. God bless you and welcome to First Love Church. God bless you. We'll see you again. You may go back to your seat. God bless you. It is well. It is well. It is well. I want to receive communion on a hill far away. On a hill far away. Sing along as we prepare to receive communion today. Healing is coming into your body. Healing is coming into your body. Yes, Jesus. And I love that old cross. Where the dearest and best. Yes. For a world of lost sinners was slain. So I'll change.
Thank you for healing. Thank you for a blessing. The scripture declares that it's a cup of blessing. Let a blessing enter into every life, Lord. Give us testimonies as a result of this communion. May things change permanently in our lives. Permanently. May curses dissolve. Sicknesses dissolve. Pain disappear. From our lives, oh God, Father, heal broken hearts, heal broken souls. May they be healed, oh God. May they be healed, oh God. May the souls of your people be healed, oh God. Thank you, Lord, that you restore our souls unto us. Let every addiction be broken and be cancelled. Day in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your power, for your power that enters into every life today, Lord, to help and to bless, Lord. Thank you, Father. I bless every cup, I bless every bread, Lord. According to your word, Lord, it shall be you that dwelleth in us and we in you, Lord. May Jesus enter your lives. May Jesus enter your lives. May the light of this world enter your life. May darkness disappear. May light come into your life. May light come into your life today. Thank you, Father, for the great blessing in Jesus' name. That night when he took bread, he broke it. And he said, 
this is my body when it's broken for you eat it for as often as you do this you do show my death till I come the body of Jesus Christ eat it your soul shall be healed your mind shall be healed you will feel strong after this communion you feel strong you feel strong you feel strong you feel strong strength is coming to you where you have been weak you shall be strong you shall be strong demons will not overcome you devils will not overcome you strength comes into you you'll be able to do what you've not been able to do you'll be able to rise up and pray rise up and sing rise up and glorify God in your body and in your life the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus Christ drink all of it Father thank you for strength thank you for healing thank you for open eyes thank you for open minds thank you for light that has come into our bodies thank you for strength that has come into our lives today Lord thank you for the blessing that has entered our lives today these people shall be called blessed people these people gathered here shall be known as blessed people in Jesus name